And as always, from the man cave, it is Matthew Two Tone Blue Parker. Parker, it is season three of DDS. How you doing, buddy? Hey, I couldn't be better, baby. Let's get this season started off right. Boom. Absolutely. Guys, appreciate you joining us today for a special edition of DDS Sports Talk. We're going to be doing our 2023 NFL mock draft. Newberry, I know you're excited about this. I'm definitely excited. I mean, we didn't go chalk here. Uh, we were looking high and low. We're trying to, you know, piggyback off of some trends from teams like the Patriots, right? the Raiders. We'll have some mm-hmm. surprises along the way. We're doing a mock draft with trades. This should be fun. Lord help us. Let's jump right into this with the number one pick. We have Alabama quarterback Bryce Young going to the Carolina Panthers. This is what it always was going to be, fellas. A year ago, we all knew Bryce Young was going to be the number one pick. And then, oh, maybe it's C.J. Stroud. Oh, maybe it's this. No, we're right back to where we thought it was going to be, and it's the right pick. This guy is elite. Go watch our short on this guy for even more information. But he can put the ball anywhere he wants. He is a point guard on the field. He knows where everybody is at all time. The knock on him is size. Five foot ten. He weighs in at 204. It's more like 188 pounds. But <laughs> but this guy, man, if he's 6'2, 220, we're talking like the best draft prospect in 20 years with that size. How many players have played the NFL with his height and weight? Answer answer is zero. Zero have done it effectively. But hey, his skill set, he might be the one to actually do it right. I mean, yeah, he's got that really interesting skill set that he's so he's just really good. But he had to have 10-pound tennis shoes wear, he wearing that day. <laughs> the lack of size is true, but I wrote down he has the ultimate it factor. We'll see if it translates over to the NFL and the Carolina Panthers. Absolutely. Moving on to the second pick of the NFL draft, Newberry, we have edge rusher Tyree Wilson going to the Houston Texans. Tell me a little bit about this guy. It's interesting. We debated uh, would tech would the Houston Texans stay? Would they draft? Uh, we have them staying here, taking this year's traits guy, uh, like last year's uh, Trayvon Walker. Supposed to be coming off the edge to disrupt Parker. Will he get it done in the NFL? I would take this guy's like my seventh edge guy off the board, but it just it. Danico Ryan's is going to absolutely just see Nick Bosa in this guy, and if Danico has the ability to make this pick, this is who it's going to be. There's rumors. That- I really hate to interrupt, but we have a trade alert. Oh, no. The first trade is coming up to number three. Totally cut Parker off and everything. Trades are not fair, folks. Trades are not fair. What did you have coming up to number three? Believe it or not, at the number three spot, we have the Indianapolis Colts. No. Trading up for Mayo Boy himself, the quarterback, Will Levis. They get their guy right here, Parker. (laughs) Tell me, Parker. Oh, I hope to God we're right, fellas, because if we somehow come out of this draft and the Texans don't take a quarterback and Indy takes Will Levis in these top three picks, the Jacksonville Jaguars and Tennessee Titans fans should be jumping around singing because to avoid Bryce, to avoid all this, I I just, 
I cannot get over this. I will hammer it one more time. Will Levis, last year, 42 more quarterbacks were more accurate than Will Levis throwing it deep. He's just not good. But, hey, this is Jim Irsay all the way. We've been saying it for months. He sees Will Levis. He sees Andrew Luck. He sees Peyton Manning. I think what he sees is he sees a big guy that looks good in swim trunks. The physical tools, but he watched, what, else, what he, else does he bring to the table? I mean, he watched that pro day where he was all lubed up with mayo. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, uh, hey, he sees a big, tall, strong, white quarterback. Mm. Let's just be honest. That's what he sees. I, I think it's as simple as that. Yep. All right, moving right along to the number four pick, the Arizona Cardinals. We have them taking Will Anderson, Jr., the linebacker out of Alabama. Newberry, give me some uh, Man, insight here. So I argue that this was probably the safest defensive pick of this year's draft. Um, remember, this guy had 17 and a half sacks and 31 tackles for loss as a true sophomore playing in the SEC. I, th- I do. I think Arizona strikes it here. They got to trade down and pick up a premium player. Yeah, you said it's perfect. He's he's the best defender in the draft. He should have go, go number two. Um, there's not much to say. It's perfect for them. JJ Watt retiring, get get a good replacement. Absolutely. Moving along again, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking defensive lineman Jalen Carter, Carter from Georgia. Parker, Yo, tell me, if, is this the real deal? If Will Anderson's not the best player in the draft, Jalen Carter is, and this guy is the real deal. The only question about him is his maturity, but Seattle has had a history of taking potential problems and been just fine with them. Carter is a man amongst boys. Just go Google him, and he will take a 300-pound offensive lineman and just throw him. I mean, it's just he is elite. He could go two, but if it wasn't for his maturity issues, he could go higher, but, you know, he could also – Teams could get scared off, but I think Seattle's where I think the floor on him. <clears throat> yep. I wrote down he could be the most talented player in this year's draft. Will he care? Will he try? We've uh, seen some people from Georgia that said, you know what? I don't I just don't like football anymore. Well, I mean, you know, after watching his drills that he ran, I mean, that that's the effort we're talking about. He has to have his interest level up there uh at all times. You know, and Brad just said something that that kind of struck me because he's right. If you go back and look at that elite defense from a couple of years ago, of everybody has been drafted out of it, there's a knock on it. A lot of people are saying, "Hey, maybe it was the scheme and not the players," because yep. all those players that have been drafted out of it haven't really lived up to expectations. Oof, oof, man. We'll come. We'll come back to a late on a later episode and talk about that maybe one day. But we're going to keep it moving here. With the number six pick, the Detroit Lions are stepping up, and they're going to take Christian Gonzalez, the cornerback out of Oregon. Ideal size, length, athleticism, making him the number one cornerback on most mock drafts. Uh, We couldn't resist giving Detroit right here a cornerback, even though they've been in the news lately, Parker. Uh, Yeah, I I think it's a great landing spot for him. The The only downside, or maybe this is an upside, his player comp for a lot of people is Jeff Akuda, who they just traded away. So hopefully they think this guy is better than that, but yeah. they've got to take a corner. That defense is just garbage. Yep, and moving right along, continuing with the theme of cornerbacks, we have the Las Vegas Raiders 
taking Devin, don't call me Devon <laughs> Witherspoon at the number seven spot. You know, Illinois really making some noise in the draft this year. They're having some people up there after not having anybody forever. And God, this this is one of my, I, I go back and forth with him and Gonzalez. Gonzalez is that tradey kind of guy and Witherspoon. This is the guy I think you can leave on the corner. You can leave him out on the island, the number one guy, and he's just going to lock somebody down. So I think that the Raiders and the Lions both take corner here, and I think these are both great players. So Raiders really need to. Yeah, for newbie, the Raiders fans, I wrote down that he has the ability to take away half of the field. I can't give him much more of a compliment than that, but he has the ability to do it. Shut down, you're playing over the middle and to the other side. You're able to scheme up some things on defense if you have a corner that can do that. Could be a huge asset for him for sure. Moving along to the number eight pick, the Atlanta Falcons taking the defensive lineman out of Iowa, Lucas Van Ness. Boy, nickname Hercules for a big reason. He has quick first moves. Uh, what I read about him was he needs to work on his hands, his hand fighting, but a, a big get for the Atlanta Falcons right here. He also plays for the world's greatest team in college. So obviously he's going to be a great player in the league. That's right, baby. So I they mean, that'd be- two point five points a game. Uh, we're, my oh my! What? Oh, my, what? My, You're not talking about? My gosh! Right we here. got another, another trade, trade alert. Oh, another one. What happened? Who's trading? Oh this time? my goodness! Wait, Chicago's already traded once. They're trading again. We have the Houston Texans taking quarterback C.J. Stroud from Ohio State <sighs> University. My goodness! Tell me more. I mean, they have to. They have to make this move. They're taking Tyree, too. They have got to get a quarterback. There is no way on God's green earth that they roll into next year with freaking Case Keenum as their starter, Davis Mills, and Perry, I think their third quarterback. Uh, they, they just absolutely have to. The insanity stops here. Houston gets their quarterback. Hey, you know what? I, I can live. I can live with CJ in the division. I'm just happy it's not Bryce. I like this man. We debated. <clears throat> Did they just go ahead and take CJ Stroud at two? But um, I like the how it's more unique. Where we gave them a defender, and then we still found a way that they traded up to get the yep. same guy that we were tossing around at number two. But uh, yep. I wrote down he could be the most pro ready year one. Yeah, I mean, it kind of fits the the whole narrative that we've been saying the whole time that he's he's one of the quarterbacks that's probably getting overlooked the most, but he's probably one that could be the most pro ready, like Brad said. Uh, yeah, I mean, over uh, according to PFF, over the last two years, twenty six point seven percent of his passes were perfect. So, oh. I just I mean, that's a, a quarter of your passes are perfect, and they measure them and all that. So, yeah, pro ready. I just my thing about this guy is. When like Anthony Richardson could be on a one to ten scale anywhere in that, I think he's like a four to seven. If that made a, a car, sure. All right, and at the number ten spot, the Philadelphia Eagles are looking to restock mm. their shelves with offensive lineman Peter Skoronsky. Boy, from he, Northwestern. Yeah, he played tackle at Northwestern, but man, he's got the size. The ability to play road grading guard. He may be blocking for a 
a lucky running back in Philly. Oh, <laughs> you just made our stomachs. I didn't say who. I mean, I know, someone, I someone's going to be lucky enough to run behind him. Mm. You know, you're right. This is Quentin Nelson, though, right? So he could be a tackle. Or he might just come in and be the best guard in the entire NFL. He has short arms or 32 inches and a quarter. His arms are as short as Kenny Pickett's hands are small. Let's just put it like that. Uh, but he's going to be elite, and I wish he would have fallen to 11. All right, and speaking, speaking of, of. The, of the 11 spot, very controversial pick. There's a lot of people saying a lot of different things about the Tennessee Titans pick here, but mm. we have wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba going in the number 11 spot to the Tennessee Titans from Ohio State. Parker, tell me what you think. Hey, I fought for this one, fellas. JSN is my dream scenario pick, if not Skronsky. Those two guys. This guy's elite. I, I don't think people understand how good Jackson Smith and Jigba is. He was a five-star high school recruit coming into college, and nothing has changed. He's an elite route runner, like top eight in the NFL at this. And, and the number one thing that translates to the NFL, if you've ever listened to us talk about it, it's production. And guess what? He has production. In 2022, he was hurt. But in 2021, JSN played with Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Marvin Harrison Jr., and he led the team in receiving. This guy is excellent. He played in the slot. Oh, but he played in the slot. Ohio State puts their best receivers in the slot. It's what they do, what they do every single year. I, I just am – the Titans have to get more – talent wide receiver this makes way too much sense i wrote that he is the ultimate slot machine and the cons were injuries in 2022 and speed concerns we'll see uh, possession receiver production is there. playmaking ability unquestioned the tit titans definitely needed a playmaker here we we kept going back and forth between wide receiver and the offensive line blake you kind of lost out. You're pitching offensive line pretty heavy. I was in the middle. Right. Parker, wide receiver, pretty heavy. We landed with a wide receiver. Absolutely. All right. And moving along and sticking with Ohio State here, we're going with Paris Johnson from Ohio State going to the Chicago Bears. Well, I wrote down more. that he he played all over the offensive line. Um, he's got that prototypical tackle size at six foot seven. Um, comes from a, a a winning university from the Ohio State. <laughs> and honestly, man, Chicago needed this. Yeah, they really did. They need a lot of things. They need a lot of things. That's for sure. <clears throat> Chicago is one of those teams you can just pull a name out of a hat and they need it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're probably right. You're probably right. But all right. No. But do you have something else? No, no. I, I was going to say, I think I wasn't sure if I was frozen. If you were frozen, I was just going to. It's it's me. It's frozen. <laughs> uh, anyways, we'll, we'll clear that out. But anyways, moving on here to the number 13 spot, we have offensive tackle. From Georgia, going to the New York Jets, Broderick Jones. Yeah, uh, this guy's a solid type of guy. This Georgia Bulldog literally, I think, wants to hurt people. I mean, if you just sit there and watch him, I think he physically tries to hurt the man on the other side of the ball, and that's what Sala wants. And guess what, guys? They're going to need this to protect 
their new quarterback to who that might be. We can discuss at another time and date, but this is a weakness on this team that is actually fairly strong all over the place. So Broderick Jones fall into a really good spot for him. Yep. I wrote down he's super athletic, quick feet. Um, the one con that I wrote down is um, experience. He needs more time, uh, but he'll get that. He'll get plenty of opportunity in New York. Absolutely. All right, moving on here, we have Keon White going to the New England Patriots, the edge rusher from Georgia Tech. I mean, last year they they drafted Cole Strange, so we're trying to think of something kind of strange to come up here (laughs) at number 14. Uh, Most mocks have this guy either second round or even later, it seems like. So we wanted to just pull him up right here for the New England Patriots. I put down uh, some of the pros – Seems like he can play any scheme, his speed, his suddenness. The uh, cons would be, what about strength? Can he shed the blocks? Can he get off of them? Bring people to the ground in the NFL. We'll see. I mean, he was a one-year starter, and you kind of mentioned it. Uh, He's an animal on the field, man. If you want somebody to say, see ball, go ball, get ball, this is him. He will go after the quarterback, and it's not just Cole Strange. The Patriots have a history of doing this. Nikhil Harry, Isaiah Wynn, Sony Michelle. He's a reach, but the NFL has invited Keon White to the NFL draft for the first round for a reason. Yep, totally agree. Moving on to the Green Bay Packers at pick number 15. We have Dalton Kincaid, tight end from Utah. Newberry, I don't know. Or actually, actually, that's Parker's. That's Parker's. Parker, tell me more. Oh, it doesn't matter. But this is my favorite tight end in the draft if you need a pass catcher. And guess what? If A.A. Ron's out of there, they need to support this young guy with as many weapons as they possibly can. I do think it's hilarious that as soon as as Aaron Rodgers is gone, they finally draft an offensive weapon in the first round. But uh, this guy's perfect. I mean, what he is not, though, he's not a pass blocker. He's a decent enough run blocker. Um, But... While he's not great at pass blocking, the effort is there. So it seems like something that you might be able to to teach. But this is the new route, man. Six foot three, 246 pounds. Uh, Yeah, I just think he's going to be the new big time weapon there. Yep. I wrote down speed and route running from that position. Linebackers, safeties beware. Um, The one con I wrote was blocking. But man, you got the 22 year veteran Mercedes Lewis lurking around in Green Bay. There you go. All right, moving on to our nation's capital. The Washington Commanders are going to be taking Deontay Banks, cornerback out of Maryland. Newberry, he's, tell me more he's about He's staying this guy. right there in the area, man. Right. He's got the size-speed combo that you want. He was a plus highlight at the Combine this year. Uh, the one thing that I read about him that is a con, potential con, is uh, playing with his back to the ball. So if he's in chase mode, uh, mm-hmm. wide receivers can win. Yeah, I, I used to, you said it. The, the the size, my God, the dude's a six foot two corner. Like you don't see that anymore in the NFL because they can't move, and this guy can. He's actually one that can move. And you also kind of mentioned it, knowing route concepts, he gets a little lost out there. But I'm sure the stability of this Washington football team or Commanders <laughs> will, uh, you know, help him out. <laughs> oh yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. The, the the culture of Washington. Yeah, culture's great there. <laughs> All right, the first of the pod. Yeah, there you go. 
Let's go to a familiar name here, maybe a little blast from the past. Joey Porter Jr. We have him going to the Pittsburgh Steelers, cornerback out of Penn State. Another one staying close to where he is now. Oh, he's he's just like Daddy, baby. Got he's got in Pittsburgh. This is it. The NFL's about narratives where we always talk about Brady passing doing the passing record in Foxborough. This is just going to happen to hit here. He's a press corner. He's very physical at the line of scrimmage. Like, knock you down. He sounds just like a Steelers guy. Last year on 106 press coverage snaps, he gave up 68 yards. His wingspan is insane, like pterodactyl. I mean, like 34 inches, like two inches longer than Peter Skaronsky. He's, he, this guy's he's Pittsburgh all, all day long. Jesus, I wrote down big, physical. He is able to reroute most shifts. He's going to reroute them, knock them down even, what Parker said. Uh, the one con that I have is if he gets matched up in the slot, little questionable with the quickness, the twitch, but, uh, man, you want him on the outside beating up people. That's for sure. Um, all right, here we go. Number 18 pick, the Detroit Lions continue to load up here. With edge rusher Nolan Smith out of Georgia, Newberry. Wow. Another edge, good edge I mean, rusher heading up to Detroit. Pair him with Aiden Hutchinson from last year. I mean, this guy shined at the combine. One thing that we have to remember, he's coming off a torn peck. What do you see from this prospect, Parker? You know, if the news about the gambling stuff didn't break on us yesterday, I'd quietly say the Lions are becoming one of the best run organizations. I mean, they're drafting well. They're signing people well. Nolan Smith is one of the hardest guys to project where he lands. He's obviously very small for his position, and that's the knock. But if you're that small, you better be fast. And guess what? <laughs> He's fast. And the Georgia scheme, kind of like they were using with Trayvon last year or this year, the Georgia scheme didn't really let him go after the quarterback. He was more of a run defender. But it looks like he's going to be able to do that. Again, his big knock, he'll be the lightest edge defender. In the wow. Dropping facts. It's what we do around here. Especially Parker. Moving on to number 19. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers giving Bijan Robinson a – uh, Jolly Roger flag at the number 19 spot, the running back out of Texas. I, 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 this is a real possibility, but I would hate this for Bijan Robinson because I, I, they, they just, but they, they can absolutely do this. But Bijan is the best prospect out there since Saquon. And some people are saying since Adrian Peterson. I mean, this guy is basically a ghost in the backfield. When someone goes to tackle him, he has eluded that tackle 39% of the time. It's he's just elite. This is it's a hard to figure out where NFL where running backs go in the NFL nowadays because it's such an undervalued position. But this is one of those guys that is worth the first round pick. Yeah, man. DDS Nation's been chatting with us this week with our short saying this is Barry Sanders 2.0. I mean, but but mm. I agree with Parker here. We that's a crew when we're making up this mock draft list. We're like, we're almost at 20 and we don't have Robinson yet. We've got to fit him in somewhere. Does it make the most sense for Tampa? Um, questionable. I mean, Theory might be they're going to have to run the ball a little more because you're not going to have Tom Brady slinging it 70 
I mean, they haven't had, the they haven't had a, a running back the caliber, caliber of B. John Robinson in a while. So. Oh, well, they had a hyped guy in playoff Lenny. That's all it was. Come on. What, whoever Lenny. thought he was going to work out there was, was – I wrote down run. three down back. He's very sudden. Uh, the one con that I wrote was decisiveness. Sometimes he gets dancing in the backfield and could be tackle for lost time. But uh, clearly our RB number one. Absolutely. Brad, it, it's funny. I put I'm nitpicking with his negatives, but much like Saquon, he can sometimes dance a little too much looking yeah. for that homer hit. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Heading up to the Pacific Northwest, we have the Seattle Seahawks taking quarterback Anthony Richardson from the University of Florida. All right. Newberry, I mean, is this yeah. a good fit here? So here, here's another one where, um, just like CJ Stroud, where we debated could Anthony Richardson go to number five? At Seattle, and we still found a way in our mock draft to get them to the right team that we believe it is. Um, I wrote down, man, honestly, it'd be better if he just didn't even see the field this year. Oh, I, I, I believe Seattle, <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that with Geno Smith, but <laughs> they're gonna roll with him. But then, like, with this Anthony Richardson player and his body and the way he plays football it's a bigger version of geno smith right parker this might be the still of the draft right now for me I, I i agree like he'll go to a situation where they just signed a guy that's basically a one-year contract and let's just say he's better than geno geno's not so paid so much that you can't bench him like it, there there is that possibility but yeah he's a bigger version of geno if y'all watch our shorts the, this guy is six foot four 246 pounds at quarterback in the short i hold a 40 pound bag of ice up and say or of 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 salt up you'd have to strap that 40 pound bag to bryce young and another half of that bag to bryce young to be able to equal anthony richardson's weight like he's almost got 60 pounds on him which is insane i i just i love this pick for him you're right he's just a younger bigger stronger more physical version of geno smith Fantastic. <clears throat> Heading down south from Seattle, we're going to head down to Los Angeles here to the L.A. Chargers. We're going to be uh, mocking Zay Flowers, the cornerback from Boston College, to uh, go in the 21 spot, Parker. Yeah, this is a little earlier than some people have him going, but he's rising up draft boards and we'll go watch him. He's really good. And guess what? The Chargers are the slowest team in the NFL. And with this guy, they add elite speed and elusiveness. This is one of those you-can't-tackle-in-a-phone-booth type of guys. It's a little unique of a landing spot, but they desperately need speed, and I would be shocked if they don't draft a speedy wide receiver here. I just think Zay's the guy. Speed, speed, speed. He is so fast. A slot machine here. I wrote down the one con was uh, his drops, man, and uh, may have a lack of route running skills, but he tries to make up for that with speed. There you go. There you go. All right, here we go. Uh, we're moving down uh, to the Baltimore Ravens. I guess we're going back to the East Coast. Baltimore Ravens are going to be taking Quentin Johnson, wide receiver out of TCU. Big. I wrote down size 6'3", all-around receiver. His one con that I wrote down was fighting back to the ball, finishing the catch. Uh, you're going to have to be physical in the NFL. 100%, man. And there's not many big guys out there. 
I, I wrote down, it's weird watching him play while he's got the tools to be the go-up-and-get-it guy. Much like you said, he just doesn't do it. It reminds me of the early days when Derrick Henry was, like, pussyfooting around and not just trucking people. Like, just go get it, dude. You're bigger. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Let's keep on moving here. Let's see here. We have the Minnesota Vikings taking wide receiver Jordan Addison from USC. This is so perfect because Justin Jefferson needs somebody opposite of him. Um, this J- Jordan Addison is a smooth route runner. He's on the f- field. Speed is quicker than his combine workout scores. His main strength is his elite acceleration in short area quickness. His size is concerning at the next level, but other than like two receivers, I can say that about every single one of them. Uh, he's had some drop issues in the past. The knock on him is a lot like the knock on Traylon Burks last year that he was schemed up open, but I, I don't really consider that a knock that just you're getting your best player of the ball. Also, oh, Addison also um, – he can play anywhere, man. He's a down-the-field stretch, and he's a slot guy. I mean, he can kind of do it all. Yep. I wrote down athletics, speed. He's multi. Um, the con that I wrote down was a deep ball tracking and lack of proven production. But, man, this is a this has got to be a plus move for the Vikings where essentially you're rid of Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. And you bring in this guy with Jordan Addison, you get younger, more athletic, faster immediately for Kirk Cousins. Well, there you go. Well said. All right. I know I know that Bradley's been waiting to talk about this one here. We're going down to Jacksonville. They're going to be taking offensive tackle. Darnell right out of Tennessee. Six foot five, three hundred forty-five pound road grader. They just lost Jawan Taylor to the Kansas City Chiefs in free agency. They upgrade the O-line here. He doesn't necessarily have to play in season one, but I think he will. Um, I wrote as a con. Needs to work on pass pro just a little bit, but a fantastic get. Most mocks have him going in the top 15. Yeah, you're right, though. He's big. He's powerful. And I can't can't state how strong he is. He's a Jalen Carter, but on the offensive line. Um, his knock is that he does get exposed and loses balance from time to time, which is obviously doesn't fare well in NFL, but he has tons of experience Four year starter, right tackle, left tackle. This is an excellent value with this pick for the reasons you just said. All right. Moving up to the big apple, the New York giants are going to be taking Kalijah Kansi, the defensive lineman out of pit. Yeah. So the, uh, the easy comparison here, everybody's, everybody said it's, uh, that guy out there in, uh, for the Rams, but we're not going to do that, even though he went to the same school and everything. Kalaja Kanti at his 40 is, is little, but he went and ran at the 40, and he set records out there. I, this guy is undersized frame, and his strength will be more pronounced versus NFL blockers, especially in the run game, but he gets off the line quick. He gets around the blockers really well. He can leverage the gaps. He can disrupt the backfield. This guy is quickly rising up draft boards. I wouldn't be surprised if he even goes earlier than what we have him, but the Giants desperately need somebody on that defensive line. Yep. Change of direction, quickness. He'll be able to do some schemes on the uh, defensive line. I wrote down the cons being his size, and I read that he ducks his head a lot when he's uh, going in for um, trying to do run tackles. He needs to keep his head up so he can see where the play's going and developing, but he'll learn that 
over time as well. All right, heading to the big D, we have Michael Mayer or Myers, excuse me, Mayer, Meyer, uh, tight end out of Notre Dame. Heading to Dallas. Yeah, man. So unlike Dalton Kincaid, this is more of your big possession type receiver, uh, better blocker. Um, he's definitely going to be slower off the blocks and release. But if you're wanting to look at an all-round tight end in this class, Dallas gets him right here. Seems like Dallas always has some good tight ends. Yeah, this is basically their new uh, Jason Witten. That's that's who this guy is, right? He's He can catch the ball. He's not some long vertical threat. He's thick. He's 265 pounds, and he is a animal, a ferocious blocker that wants to punish you into the ground. <laughs> and this is – he might be the best tight end of this. It depends on what you need. Like, if, you, if you're if you the Green Bay Packers and you receiver, it's Kincaid. If you need a blocker slash receiver, it's uh, this guy. All right, all right. Heading up to Parker's favorite trash city in America mm. – the Buffalo Bills are going to be taking Miles Murphy, edge rusher, out of Clemson. You know, I hate that I hate Buffalo so much because some of their <laughs> players are so lovable. But my God, it is a hellscape trash land of a city. But Miles Murphy is going to have a new home there and a new stadium in a few years because he's going to be drafted here. He wins with his hands. He He's an edge. He wins on the edge. But he can win inside, too. The problem with this, and I hate to helmet scout, man, but these Clemson defenders, defensive lines, just they don't they don't turn out like we think they're going to in the uh, in, NFL. But hopefully, this one's different. Miles Murphy is is man, he is absolutely gets after it. Yeah, I wrote down the pros. Very sudden, he can play any scheme, which leads kind of to my con of. I read that he likes to freestyle a lot, man. Um, so he's going to have to learn a specific defensive scheme probably in the NFL. Will he be mature enough to learn? I think he can. He'll take a minute. Yeah, and heading, heading out to the uh, state of Ohio again here to the Cincinnati Bengals, it's the guy with the greatest name in the draft, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. He's heading to Cincy. How do I keep landing on these Florida guys? I mean, golly, the big man, absolutely impressive in SEC play. Parker, he had a total of zero penalties in the 2022 season. Man, the, the con that I wrote is sometimes he gets caught leaning and he overextends, which makes it easier for the defensive lineman to slap that down and get around. Yeah, he, he held up in the SEC, transferred out of Louisiana, came there six foot five. 347 pounds like this is a big boy to try and overpower so i mean you're blake's right the best name in the draft and the big Thing. How wow. do these keep dropping right whenever Parker's trying to make a point? Interrupted him again. My gosh, we have another trade alert, Parker. Who's, that's all right. I'm going to. So, wait, we're so late in this draft. Someone's trading up from two. I know. Hey, look here. You're going to love this, Parker. You can take it away here. The New York Jets are trading to Whoa. get Hendon Hooker from Tennessee, quarterback out of Tennessee. Wow. I'm taking your Seattle still, the draft of Anthony Richardson, and flushing it down the toilet because this is it. Hooker is my fourth quarterback in this draft. Go back and listen to my Kenny Pickett tapes. Usually hate these older breakout guys, but Hooker is different. He didn't break out late because he never really played. One year at Vol Tech, 
then hurt, then behind Milton, then they realized he was a good player and he and he, and he played there. I, the big knock on Hendon Hooker is coming out of the gimmicky offense that is Tennessee. Tennessee offense, fantastic for college, but projecting it for the NFL is difficult. My biggest knock on Hooker, not knock, but just question mark, is his reads. In Tennessee's offense last year, he had to go to his second read all year 14 times. Dude, I wrote, so everybody knows the ACL injury. Um, I also wrote he could be the steal of this year's round one. But but I warned the Jets fans. Is this going to be UT Vols, Hendon Hooker? Or will this be the New York Jets, Geno Smith? Ooh, ooh, man. That deserves one of those. This, this, this move makes so much sense for the Jets. I haven't seen this anywhere, and it makes perfect sense with or without AA Ron. And I know what they're saying up there about uh, uh, Mom Lover. God, what's his name? I forgot his name. Uh, Zach Wilson. Ah, thank you, Zach Wilson. That they, that they're not over him yet, man. They're done. They're done with that guy. Well, yeah, everybody should be done with that guy. But moving on here, we're going to be heading back to Philly again. Brian Brzee. Defensive lineman out of Clemson. Here's another one of those defensive linemen out of Clemson, Newberry. Yeah, man. His instincts are spectacular. He takes on the double teams. He eats them up and spits them out, man. Um, it's going to be another one of those where uh, the con could be um, production numbers, but numbers don't tell the story every time. When you're on the D-line, he opens it up for linebackers and such. My question to partner Parker is, uh, when draft day comes, will Philly still be drafting at number 30? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, so. I don't know yet what that means, but I'm just asking the question. Yes, there, yes, they, they rumors circulating right now. Yes, yes, they will. But <laughs> Brzee is man. He's got all the tools to be elite, and the dude is massive. He's six foot five. But when yep. you watch him, he somehow still wins low. I don't really understand the physics of it. Uh, I actually think this might be the better, the best of the Clemson uh, defenders. Yeah. I, I mean, I view him as just a nasty, nasty guy. Like, like he's just out there to just whip somebody. That's just the bottom line. All right. I'm really interested to hear this next one. The here final from pick of round one. Final pick of round one here. Kansas City Chiefs are going to be taking oh. wide receiver out of Tennessee, Jalen Hyatt. If you paid attention to the short that we put out earlier this week. Uh, we don't think he's the best. Uh, no, but this is what we're predicting. Yeah, this is a prediction show, not what I would do show, because this would be completely different. Hyatt, guys, I'm not, I mean, just to show I'm not a homer, I don't like this pick. I, I think Hyatt is a one-trick pony. I think he's fast. I think he was schemed open going into last year. He was the number three receiver on that team. I think Cedric Tillman is the guy to have. He's, But, I mean, Hyatt is fast. I will say, speed wins. Man, you're fast, and you go up in the NFL draft. And I see a lot of people talking about Hyatt was the outside guy. Man, he played slot. Yeah, like he's got speed to go deep, but that doesn't mean you're the outside guy. He's, you know, I don't know. He's he's very very fast. His route tree is extremely limited. He was never jammed at Tennessee. So what happens when he gets one of those physical corners at the at the line in the NFL? But hey, it's the Chiefs, so I'm sure it'll work out just fine. I'm just I'm concerned because I always thought that his hands were in question a lot. 
at Tennessee. So we'll see how that works out for him. What do you think? Maybe? I mean, it's, it's perfectly said the the speed and the <clears throat> college production is definitely there. I mean, we have this stigma that the chiefs and Tyree kill, you know, still trying to replace that guy. So just another toy for Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the, the cons definitely, I wrote down the same thing as Parker route running. Size will be exposed unless he's schemed open by the magician, one of the greatest coaches of all time. Yeah. So this has got to be the right spot. None of us really think it's the right pick, but we have a sneaky suspicion it could be the pick. And, yep. And, and Blake, you talked about his hands and not just dropping it, but going back and looking, I'm looking at his measurables, his hand size, he's in like the 12th percentile. His hands are basically a little bit bigger than Kenny Pickett's. Gee whiz. Well, boys and girls, that was our first round mock of the 2023 NFL draft. Really appreciate you joining us for this. I do have one more question for our panel, our two guys here. If you had three other guys that you wouldn't be surprised would be and would go in the first round, putting them on the spot here. Uh, Tell me who you think they I'm going to go running back Gibbs. Mm -hmm. wide receiver Cedric Tillman and there's probably a defensive guy that I'm not thinking of who you got Parker I man Tillman could go over high that's a real thing just because of his size I've got uh edge rusher Will McDonald who I think is probably a top three edge rusher in this in this group Jack Campbell at linebacker who's the only true Mike linebacker in this group and then a sneaky one I mentioned to you guys earlier was Jonathan Mingo wide receiver just because of his size. Everybody in this draft is tiny, and he is a man amongst boys. Fantastic. Guys, that was a mock draft right there. Again, really appreciate you joining us. For those of you who are new to us, we are the dudes discussing sports. Blake Melton, Bradley Newberry, and the man Matthew Two-Tone Blue Parker. Check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Please like and share this video with all your friends. Really appreciate you guys joining us. Gentlemen, we're not going to do final thoughts today, but do you have any, any parting remarks regarding this draft? I think it's going to be crazier than just three trades. Um, we kind of limited ourselves to that. Yeah. Last year, we did no trades at all and uh, just thought it'd make it more fun. But uh, we'll be here. We're not even close to done with draft or draft talk. We'll be back with a round one review. We'll even do a, a full NFL draft recap, and and then we'll we'll break down the AFC South. Absolutely. Yeah, Parker, it's going to be nuts. Got? That's really what I've got. It's going to be every year we talk about, oh, this is the year how nuts this draft's going to be. No, this is the year how nuts this draft is going to be. We could take 50 guys and, and, and throw them into the first round and all it, any of them could go. It is incredibly difficult to project all these picks. And, yeah, I just think that we have absolutely no idea. It could shake out any way that possible. Absolutely. Guys, be paying attention and stay tuned here to DDS Sports Talk. Parker has vowed to give instant reactions to each of the picks here, at least in the top 10, I'd say. I don't know if he's going to do all of them or not, but stay tuned for those. They will be out there in, in the form of shorts. Uh, but as always, guys, 
Newberry doesn't want to do his thing yet. He said he doesn't want to call it out yet, but he's going to save it. But as always, it is Two-Tone Blue all the way. You guys be well.